Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. Well, late on Friday, the FAA approved the redesign. They approved it of Boeing's lithium battery system. That means... The new jets that have been grounded for three months may resume flying in a couple of weeks after those 50 planes owned by the airlines today are retrofitted. It's estimated the delay and redesign cost Boeing about $600 million. Hi, I'm Rudy Max, your genial radio show host, and you're listening to America's premier radio travel show where we consider travel in all its facets. I would be remiss in not beginning this show to say that we in America, and certainly the residents of Boston and the state of Massachusetts, breathe a sigh of relief today that uh, law enforcement in five days managed to capture, or at least the two alleged, uh, well, capture one of them anyway, the other has passed away, uh, the two alleged perpetrators of that terrible, terrible uh, bombing during the Boston Marathon. Really, really, uh, it was quite a week for America, I think. All right, this hour, we're going to talk with Elizabeth Becker. She's a former foreign, cor foreign correspondent of the New York Times and an associate of mine at the Washington Post. She's got a new book out called Overbooked, the Exploding Business of Travel and Tourism. In it, Elizabeth takes a hard look at both the positive but also the negative effects that tourism has on the planet and on various destinations. Then you can't tell it by looking out my studio window here in the Twin Cities in Minnesota where snow still blankets the ground, but apparently it is spring. Yeah, I know. I got a glimpse of it when I was in New York City earlier this week. And spring means minor league baseball. For some, that's the very best way to experience one of America's favorite pastimes. And our expert on the subject, Bob Carson, has some advice on how to catch the good games. Bob's the publisher of the definitive annual newsletter on minor league games. It's called Minor Trips, and he's willing to send 75 of my listeners a free copy. It tells you everything you need to know about combining some minor league play with a vacation. List of all the teams, how you find out about tickets, et cetera, et cetera. I'll tell you how you can get in uh, on a free copy of Minor Trips about half, half after the hour, and Bob joins me here on the air. And would you go out of your way to stay in a hotel that you saw featured in a movie? Well, Larry Megalonsky thinks so, and he'll describe some real-world examples. Plus, as always, I'll have a few deals of the week. In a moment, I'll take a listener's question on how to visit New York City and save on hotel and airfare. But first, a couple of news items from the world of travel this week. A spring snowstorm blanketed parts of the West and the upper Midwest, snarling flights at the same time American Airlines computers went down and forced that airline to cancel or delay hundreds of its flights. The American computer nightmare was on Tuesday, and then the weather hit on Wednesday and Thursday, causing the cancellation of about 2,000 flights at Chicago's O'Hare on Wednesday and snarling both vehicular traffic and flights at hubs, including Minneapolis-St. Paul, on Thursday and even into Friday. It may not be the weather, but it will be the federal budget that may cause several-hour flight delays at major airports next week or this coming week when the furloughs of FAA employees begin. Federal transportation officials this week warned of several-hour delays at major airports, including the three New York City airports, Los Angeles, San Diego, San Francisco, Chicago, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Atlanta, Philadelphia, and Charlotte. An entire runway could be taken out of play at Atlanta and O'Hare for lack of staffing. And airlines will be either be told to wait before they take off or sent on circuitous routes in order to prevent long backups in the air. Delays could be 90 minutes to three hours in length. Presume the worst and adjust your schedules accordingly. American did have some good news last week, even though its computers went down for about four hours. Analysts expected it to announce losses of about uh, $300 million for the first quarter of this year as it works on its merger with U.S. Airways. Instead, 
Americans surprised everybody with a profit of about $8 million. It's the first time in six years American Airlines has shown a first-quarter profit. Well, hopefully flights will be back to normal by the time Ken and his wife, their listeners from Santa Fe, New Mexico, visit New York City later this year. Ken called the show this week and asked how he could best save money on airfare and hotel on what will be his and his wife's first visit uh, to the Big Apple. Ken, welcome to the show. What's put New York City on the top of your travel list this year? Hi, Rudy. Thanks. Well, my daughter's going to school up in uh, Poughkeepsie, so we've been to New York, but we've never just we've never stayed in New York City. Okay. Well, so. I knew you called and left a message on my 800 number, and you and I chatted. Um, I forgot to ask you, what month are you traveling? Uh, we're going in mid-October. All right. I priced some flights in September, and they should be about the same in October, if not even cheaper. Um, first of all, I found very inexpensive flights from uh, Albuquerque, where I, I know you're flying out of, into New York City, $238 on American, 245 on United. Now, I will tell you, I looked at those on Friday, and there was only one price, excuse me, one ticket at that price on American left, three left on United. So I think the mo- message there is, go ahead and buy your tickets now. When are you going to get a ticket for $245 or any cheaper than that between Albuquerque and New York? So y- you and your wife are going to do well in flights. I mean, I think that's a good price, don't you? Uh, that's a great price, yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So uh, many. some of them were for early in the morning, by the way. There was one that left uh, Albuquerque at 3 in the afternoon and got into Newark. At, it was about, no, that no, was a return, leaving Newark at 3.05, getting back to Albuquerque at 8 o'clock. That was 2.77. So you may pay a little more if you're not going to spend the night in Albuquerque, Albuquerque or get up early to go. Generally, though, the cheapest way to save money in New York is to get a flight and hotel together. And every airline website, and most airlines have vacations. You can go to aavacations.com, for example, which I did. And they will give you a whole list of hotels, and they'll give you a flight price and a hotel price and tell you how much cheaper it is than buying them separately. Having said that, my guess is they use rack rates when they figure it out. But, in fact, you could save 300 to as much as $2,000 on a week's stay. I don't know how long you're staying, but on a week's stay, that would be seven nights in New York City. The 2000 by the way, is if you book the Ritz-Carlton. Um, but the price is so much more, so you save more. But I've got to tell you, and, and I, I also looked at uh, aavacations.com. I found a f- flight for the two of you in the Crown Plaza on Times Square for seven days, $3,600. At the Grand Hyatt, 3178 But that still is too expensive in my book. I would book your flight separately. I know I just told you you can often save. But if you, have, if you have the confidence to get your hotel the day you arrive, and I think you should, if you have a smartphone, download the app called Hotel Tonight. It's free. For example, I, th- I pretended I was going to El- uh, New York on Friday when I was looking at prices for you, and I looked at Hotel Tonight, and I found great hotels like the Soho House for $300 a night. Uh, the Casa Hotel and Residence, 179 a night. So let's take that 179 a night. Seven nights would be th- less than $1,300, well, $1, and you've got to add tax. So if you and your wife are paying even $300 each, that's $600 plus $1,300 is $1,900. That is cheaper than any of the package deals by far that I saw uh, at American Airlines Vacation and Expedia.com and a couple other places I looked. Uh, okay, hotel so Tonight, here's a, how... I'm sorry? I'm sorry, so that was an app on... Uh, That's an app. It's not a website. Your... It's an app for your smartphone, either okay. Android or, or an Apple phone, um, an iPhone. It's called Hotel Tonight. And what happens is hotels that have extra space will call Hotel Tonight each day and say, look, we've got five rooms or ten rooms or two rooms or whatever. You can give it at this price. And those prices are posted every day at noon in the local time. 
So my advice to you, don't be scared. I know going to New York for your first time, you don't have a hotel, might make you a little nervous. Don't worry. You're going to get a hotel, and you're going to get it at a great price. It happened to me just last weekend. I arrived one day earlier than I thought uh, and forgotten to book a hotel uh, for that first night. I had gotten the date wrong. Boom. It was uh, 2 in the afternoon. I went to a hotel tonight, and I stayed at a, li- a great uh, hotel called The Library for one ninety nine a night. Normally it would be 300 So that's my should advice. You be, can. I'm sorry. I didn't, should, I'm sorry? Should we, be, should we be booking now, or should we wait nope. a month? No, you got to book the day you land on Hotel Tonight. If you want to feel okay. so, more secure, book some hotels uh, ahead of time. Hey, Ken, I'm sorry you didn't get to talk much, but I wanted to give you the info. Thank you. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Did you know that our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, is a leading provider of travel insurance plans? When you buy a plan, it comes with 24-hour travel assistance. It's a true lifeline when you're away from home. Help during travel delays, medical emergencies, and with lost or stolen baggage are just some of what Travel Guard provides. Choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans. Travel more and worry less. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. Spring is finally here. Which activity would you rather do? Spring cleaning or spring travel? America's Best Value Inn is making your spring even better with a great deal. Get 15% off when you book seven days in advance now through May 16th and stay by May 23rd. Plus, you'll enjoy free internet, continental breakfast, and HBO at most of our 1,000 hotels in North America. Visit AmericasBestValueInn.com and clean up on our spring travel deal. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the Total Transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-711-5269. 1-800-711-5269. That's 1-800-711-5269. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. It's about, oh, 18 minutes after the hour. Delighted to have you with me this weekend. Hope spring has come where you live. It hasn't yet here in Minnesota. You hear me gripe about it week after week, and I'm not going to stop griping until it stops snowing. Elizabeth Becker has a new book out. She's a serious reporter, a foreign, former foreign correspondent for both the Washington Post, my alma mater, as well as the New York Times. And she's got a fascinating book that looked out, that brand new out from Simon & Schuster, that takes a look at travel and tourism, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and I'd emphasize perhaps the last two a bit. It's called Overbooked, the Exploding Business of Travel and Tourism. Elizabeth, welcome to the show. Nice to have you aboard. Well, thank you, Rudy. It's very nice to be on it. 
Well, I was, you know, as much as I think about travel, having sort of, sh since, since you knew me in the old days, having shifted more to the travel business, I really hadn't thought about the premise of your book, which that travel and tourism was sort of a disparate sort of thing that nobody really focused on until a couple decades ago when, when people got serious and said, wait a minute, this is an enormous industry. But I found, uh, I found the stories fascinating about the effect this enormous industry has had. Did you go into this, did you begin the research on this book thinking tourism is an opportunity or a problem? Well, I came at it in a, in a, in a reporter's way that you'll recognize immediately. My, beat, my last beat on the New York Times was international economics. And every time I was writing about something, whether it was trade or agriculture, I kept bumping into tourism that these high-level officials in all these foreign countries, they kept saying, well, it's important because of tourism. And I said, excuse me? And it turns out they look at it as an industry that's critical to their national economies. And I said, whoa, I've got to look at the story. And were you surprised at, at the um, effects that tourism have has on uh, countries, cultures, cities, mountains? Smaller countries, Astonished. big countries? Astonished, yeah. because as, as, you've, as you hinted, I've been traveling for decades for my business, and I went back to some old places, and I didn't recognize them. Now, that's not simply because I'm old. It's because um, travel and tourism, as I said, has become so industrialized, and it was encapsulated in some ways. And when I took a Caribbean cruise, and our, our, our Royal Caribbean ship with 3,000 people was one of only seven that you know, landed at the port at the same time. So you had tens, over 10,000 tourists <laughs> right. arriving at the same time. That, that is industrial strength. And you pointed out in has, your book. I'm yeah, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead sorry. No, go ahead. Um, well, that's, that is the, that's the downside, and that's what a lot of governments, local, national, International are looking at how can we preserve the joy of travel uh, without um, looking at the short-term benefits of making a lot of money from thousands of people landing at the same time. Right. Um, and, and later in your book, you talk about something we just talked about last week because the United Nations uh, uh, World Tourism Organization came out with some numbers showing that for the first time last year in 2012, expenditures by Chinese travelers overshadowed the former first placers, Germans, and you point mm -hmm. out Brazil and China are the future, basically, <laughs> for tourists, for outgoing well, and tourists. Then, and that's another thing, um, to, to go to these places, and I went to both Brazil and China, you, um, I was amazed at how much the Chinese have been thinking about tourism. Since 1978, Deng Xiaoping thought tourism would be the the centerpiece of, the, um, of their economic recovery, returning to a great power status, one of the centerpieces, excuse me. Who was thinking that way then? And right. um, Mr. Marriott, um, recently retired from the top of the um, Marriott chain, said it, um, at a session I was at, um, in 2009, more Chinese visited Paris than all of the United States. That's Amazing. how big the market is. Amazing. And Marriott and other hotel chains, have, I don't think Americans have any idea how many Marriott's there are in China or they're about to be. They would be astounded. <laughs> no, and, that's and, one of the... <laughs> yeah. and, and in cities whose names most, even I, would not recognize. Of course, these are cities that they, the Chinese consider small, and they've only got four or five million people in them, you know. Well, the, that's the other thing is, 
you have to keep going back to these places because the change is so rapid. More hotels are being built in China by international chains than any other spot on the planet. Um, the Chinese just invented the idea of a paid vacation. They call it Golden Weeks. Um, just a few decades ago, and they've only just beginning to um, be allowed to travel outside at the same time. And yet, as you just pointed out, they're the Colossus now. And by 2020, according to all of the predictions, the Chinese will be the major travelers. I said last week when I found those UN uh, uh, numbers, I said, uh, you know, watch, watch your favorite restaurant in a couple of years have the Chinese menu as well as the English. Mike. <laughs> My guest is Elizabeth Becker. She's the author of a new book from Simon & Schuster called Overbooked, The Exploding Business of Travel Tourism and, and, and Tourism, and it's chock-filled with real-life stories. I mean, this is not a uh, statistical study, although there are statistics in it, obviously, but it's a, it's a real-life look at real-life places. For example, you talked about, I found, found fascinating, you attended a green tourism conference in Abu Dhabi, and you were... St- <laughs> And you were struck by, I mean, they are making efforts as best they can. They're in the middle of the desert, you know, but they've got mm-hmm. green golf courses that you said could uh, take enough water to supply a city of 12,000 for a year to keep green. And it was sort of a yin-yang thing being at a green conference in uh, tourism in Dubai, wasn't it? Well, that was, you put it very Excuse well. Excuse me, not because... Dubai, Abu Dhabi, sorry. Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi yes, because um, they know, they read the same statistics and polls we do, and they know that sustainability is a hot word so they wanted to figure out how they can take advantage of the trend but then to have to look at the base of their um their their development they can't do it and so there was there was all kinds of competing um voices as you as you read in the book and it was fascinating to hear the debate and then walk around the city and take some of the tours and see you know in order to to make a great new resort it's all air conditioned and they destroyed the wetlands that were the reason why they were able to be the the great um protected oil areas that they are i mean it's it's that old uh, cliche in tourism you um you love something to death and and i don't think that tourism as we know it today can be sustained the way we know it today do you no no and that's why i wrote this book um cause, because we all love to travel Yes. And we have to rethink why we travel and how um, how the travel affects where we go. And um, it's it's just one plus one equals two. You have to think about it. And if you put tourism, instead of just making fun of tourism, which is so easy, respect it, re, uh, acknowledge where it is, what its role is in the world, and start saying, okay, instead of just making fun of it, let's figure out how it works in our world, how we're part of it, and make sure that we're not going to destroy everything, because it can't go on like this. And I think with the influx of new, uh, these so-called brick countries, Brazil and Russia and India and China, these new tourists coming, uh, it behooves sort of the host nations to figure that out, um, because I don't think some of those countries, as tourists, as visitors, have figured it out yet. Oh, no, you're absolutely right. And um, that's why I mentioned, for instance, Costa Rica, which has been thinking about this for decades. And it's no accident that it's, it's made um, a nice living for its middle class by being very smart about um, ecotourism, keeping almost half the country in sort of wilderness areas for very green, green sustainable tourism. Certainly they've made mistakes like everybody else, but they've been thinking it through, and it is the host country. And then if I can just slide into the United States, Please. we don't think about it. And um, we have made an ideological battle out of it. 
um, during the um, late 20th century, the Republican Party, when they took over the House, said government has no role in tourism. But in fact, we have as much role in tourism. The government is part of public welfare. And tourism is part of our economy, and therefore the government has a role in deciding how we regulate it and what it looks like. And um, so I'd love that debate to start here in the United States, too, because we are the ones who have our heads in the sand deeper than any other place. There was a brief moment where, and you, you document in your book, where the government, uh, the Obama administration said, tourism's important, we're going to start looking at it, and then it just came to a crashing halt. What, would, what kind of grade, and we've only got about 30 seconds left, Elizabeth, would you give the United States right now, the United States government, uh, in, in tourism consideration? It sounds like a C-. minus. Oh, you used to be a teacher. <laughs> yes, <laughs> no, I just exactly was a bad student. C minus, no, C minus is it. I mean, we've, we've climbed out of the basement of um, D minus um, when we were um, discouraging travel, and we're turning away the kind of tourists we want. But no, it's they had a brief moment, and um, the attention span was out of a fly, and now they it's sort of um, dead at arrival. I think, although you- some people do hope it it will revive. If you're interested in travel and tourism, this is a fascinating book because, as I said, it's filled with stories and real-life stuff. I mean, this is not a statistical study. It's called Overbooked. It's called the uh, subtitle, The Exploding Business of Travel and Tourism. It's written by Elizabeth Becker, and it's published by Simon & Schuster. Elizabeth, thank you for stopping by. Oh, thank you, Rudy. I enjoyed it very much. We'll be right back here just after these messages. Stick around. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Hey, folks, with summer vacation planning in full swing, have you thought about travel insurance? Our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, offers valuable coverage that travels with you and your family. Travel Guard's available 24-7 with several plans to choose from. Covering medical emergencies and evacuations, travel delays and trip cancellations, lost luggage and more, Travel Guard's your lifeline away from home. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. With over 900,000 products and 31 diverse product categories, Granger is basically an anything-you-need supply buffet. We've got everything from safety and electrical products to hardware, hand tools, and more. So you can efficiently purchase exactly what you need from one source, saving time and trouble. And just to be sure, the buffet thing was a metaphor. Please don't eat the stuff. Buy your supplies smarter. Just call, click Granger.com, or stop by a branch today. Granger for the ones who get it done. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back. This segment of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by Travel Guard, a leading provider of travel insurance plans. Whatever your travel needs, you can choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans by going to TravelGuard.com. Travel more and worry less. Visit TravelGuard.com. Coverage limited by the terms and conditions of the policy and may not be available in all states. Uh, I, I want to underline that part about 
you can choose from several plans. You know, if you only travel once a year and you need the protection, uh, Travel Guard can help you out with that. If you travel frequently during the year, you can buy a whole year. Anyway, check it out, TravelGuard.com. Uh, well, it's springtime. It's baseball time. Now, we all know about our major league, uh, our nearest major league teams, either in the city we live in or this or city that we might live near. But it's also the time for minor league teams. These are the guys, uh, I'm, I'm looking at, a, at, at Bob Carson's newsletter called Minor Trips. For 22 years, Bob has been putting out twice a year this newsletter guide on how to enjoy minor league games, like the Charleston River Dogs, who play 140 games in 151 days, traveling by bus, living at least two to a room in motels, some, earning, some players earning as little as $1,050 a month with a $20 per diem for food. I mean, these are the guys who are really playing baseball, aren't they, Bob? Uh, Rudy, and it's just good to talk to you. And uh, we have sort of a cult uh, who love this low-level baseball, and we love to get across America and see these teams and these players. So uh, we just keep chugging and, and enjoying ourselves. But you really, you really would argue this is where where fans can really get up close and personal to baseball players and really feel the game, as opposed to sitting in row WW uh, where you need binoculars to see the pitcher. Yeah, it, that's true, and, and it's interesting in this modern day uh, with uh, Twitter and all of this. A lot of the ball players, you know, they, they're on their cell phones after the game all the time, and you can actually, uh, you know, meet these guys, and they'll be glad to give you your cell phone. You can follow them throughout the whole season. We've had a few people that, uh, you know, they latch on to a player, and uh, they follow his progress all the way through the leagues, and they're more than glad to to shake your hand and talk to you, and you know. Little kids, they don't know if this guy is a 22-year-old rookie or Babe Ruth. Exactly. And that t- tickets are free in some cases, aren't they? Uh, they're free almost every night at the uh, ballpark. is some sort of day, you know, salute the plumbing night or church night or something like this. If they're not very inexpensive, they're oftentimes free. All right. These are great, uh, as you say, pit stops for family road trips. How do you research this if you're planning a family vacation to find out when games are and where they are? Well, it, no, actually, that's changed. When we first started writing the guidebook, Rudy, uh, 22 years ago, there was no Internet. And probably the engine of our little publication was a, a pamphlet that had every date and every team and uh, every uh, home game and everything. But with the computer, it's changed a little bit. Now included in the second newsletter is every single team, 280 of them, that are playing through the year, and we have them alphabeticalized by state. But to get the exact day that you're playing, you're probably better off going to the Internet. So we actually uh, just, like, if you let's say you're going into Ohio, you can just look in our guide and you'll see there's uh, 10 teams in Ohio that you could choose from. And... Uh, Whatever area you're going to be in, you just look them up, and you can get more up-to-the-minute information on the Internet. Uh, you know, you can see if they're having a special promotion, or you can even buy your tickets. You can even, they'll even, you know, your GPS will take you to the ballpark. So um, we're kind of the first step, and the, and the magazine has sort of evolved into being a clearinghouse of all kinds of trivia and history and information for the people that like to see it. So we're a first step, and... I think the internet is the, to be honest, is the best way to really find the. All right, final but to find out who the teams are and where they are, minor trips, the newsletter. This is clearly a labor of love, and it's a very classy labor. I mean, this is a serious newsletter. This is, uh, and it's got some fascinating pieces about what life is like on the road for these guys, and uh, 
just a, it's just a, you do a very nice newsletter. I guess after 22 years, you've got it down, Bob. I I, I told uh, listeners at the top of the hour that you were going to give uh, send 75 free newsletters to the first 75 people who write you with a mailing address. Um, what is that mailing address to get a free copy of uh, of this 20-page um, uh, newsletter called Minor Trips? What where should they yeah. write? Yeah, we got the uh, regular subscribers are all filled, and we have several dozen left over here. And uh, they, the best way to probably do it, Rudy, is just uh, send me an email at uh, minortrips at aol.com. <clears throat> if you just send that to me, uh, we'll take it from there. Just minortrips at aol.com. We'll take care of you. Okay, so and say, Rudy, tell them Rudy sent you. We've got a minute left. How many games do you go to of minor leagues, uh, games in a summer or a season, Bob? Yeah, we usually go to about six or seven. What we like to do, Rudy, in our own, our personal family thing, is we like to pick an area of the country, like, like say, Oregon, where we've never been. Right. And we like to map out five or six days in a row of uh, ballparks. And, and just as important as ballparks are cities that we'd like to visit. So um, five or six is about the max. Well, it's a, it's definitely a great way to see not only a new place but catch a, a nice night out at the old ball game. Bob Carson is the publisher of Minor Trips. He's been publishing this newsletter for 22 years. He puts it out, this is his 23rd season. Um, he puts it out twice a year, and he is willing to send you a free copy if you think you might be traveling uh, across these great states and want to drop in on a minor league game. No better place to start than having a copy of his newsletter. Just drop him an email at minor, M-I-N-O-R, Minor trips, all one word, minor trips at AOL.com. Tell Bob you heard him on Rudy, uh, Rudy Max's World, and you'd love to get a copy of his newsletter, and he'll mail it to you. Bob, it's kind of you to do that. Thanks for joining me. Oh, thank you, Rudy. Let's play ball, huh? Indeed. Play ball is right. Hang around when we come back. Uh, hang around when we come back after this commercial break. We're going to talk about whether you've ever stayed in a hotel you've seen in a movie. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Ladies, when was the last time you found it easy to lose weight? If you're like most women, it was before you turned 40. That's because age 40 is when hormonal imbalance begins. And until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Thank goodness today we have Ambrin. Ambrin promotes hormonal balance naturally. It's clinically shown to cause weight loss in women over 40 with no big lifestyle changes required. I thought I was somehow not trying hard enough to lose weight. Turns out it was my hormones. I started with Ambrin, and I finally lost the weight. It was so easy, and I feel fantastic. Ambrin relieves other symptoms of menopause, too, like hot flashes, fatigue, sleeplessness, and many more. The first 50 callers right now can get a complimentary, risk-free trial of Ambrin with a 30-day supply free. Now, free supplies are limited, so be one of the first callers now at 1-800-892-2988. That's 1-800-892-2988. 1-800-892-2988. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created The Total Transformation, the step-by-step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get The Total Transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 
That's 1-800-711-5269. 1-800-711-5269. Are you planning a vacation and trying to make your whole family happy? I want a hotel with convenient locations and continental breakfast. It better have internet. Don't forget, we're on a budget. America's Best Value Inn has you covered with all this and more at most of our 1,000 hotels in North America. Plus, join the Value Club for instant room discounts, upgrades, and late checkout. Yes, I can sleep in. Visit AmericasBestValueIn.com and make even your grumpiest teenager happy. With over a million products, Granger's your one-stop shop to help keep your facility running. And no one has more of the best brands. Like GE, Granger is America's largest industrial distributor of GE lighting products, including LEDs, which use up to 80% less energy. The brands you want, the products you need, the good-looking radio guy you love to hear. Okay, I added that part. So call, visit a branch, or click Granger.com slash GE Lighting today. Granger for the ones who get it done. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800 387 8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. Welcome back. Ever checked into a hotel because you saw it in a movie or maybe even on a television show? My next guest is Larry Mogolonsky. He's the president of LMA Communications. It's a communications agency focused, that focuses on the hospitality industry. And he recently wrote a piece called Movies Set in Hotels Create Long-Term Benefits. So that answers my first question, Larry. If you were a hotel operator, you would accept a movie to come into film in your hotel. But what are the drawbacks? Well, the drawbacks uh, are, are rather uh, marginal. Um, obviously, the issue of displacement of income, because when a hotel uh, is used as a movie set, you can not only lose one room or two rooms, you might lose your lobby, you might lose a corridor, and certainly uh, there could be a bit of disruption for your guests. And, and a movie company would not pay the equivalent of that for the right to shut part of your hotel down to film? Not necessarily. In fact, it could go the other way. Often, mm. a movie uh, set uh, will be charged a, a fee to produce and, and or will have to pay for the space. It, so it's very of, competitive out there. So sort of product placement, as it were. In, in fact, it, it can be. Now, I remember, and Larry, I read your piece, and uh, um, it was interesting. I, I, I seem to remember there was a big debate... Remember the Richard Gere, um, Julia Roberts movie in which she played a, a streetwalker who falls in love with the rich guy and they live happily ever after? And oh, that was set in yes. What, she was it was a, set in what was the, then the Regent Beverly Wilshire, which is now a Four Seasons. But I seem to recall that dozens of hotels in Los Angeles turned that down because of the, well, because of the prostitution angle, basically. Uh, I, it might have been a short-sighted uh, approach. I do recall the movie, and in fact, the Regent chain is part of Four Seasons. It's uh, one of their uh, derivations. So, uh, yes, it, it makes total sense to people, and I, I wouldn't worry about it. I would encourage any hotelier to get involved in it because the long-term benefits uh, are positive relations uh, for your business and your brand. 
Well, it certainly happened for the region of Beverly Hillshire, uh, right there in downtown Beverly Hills. That movie just did wonders for them, the general manager told me afterwards. And he was scared to, 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 to have the film there because, again, Julia Roberts was playing a streetwalker, although it wound up being, of course, a very classy love story in the end. Uh, but, but I'm sure there were a lot of hotels who, who were just cursing, having turned down the script for that reason, when they saw the publicity they get. Can you name a couple other, or several other movies? I know you have them in your piece um, that, uh, that had iconic hotels in it that didn't hurt business. Well, well, my absolute favorite is a movie called Lost in Translation, if oh, you yes. recall that one. And Tokyo, that, yes. That was uh, filmed at the Park Hyatt in Tokyo. And in fact... It was so popular for them that they actually have a five-night package that replicates uh, all of the uh, locations that were used during the filming. That Bill Murray uh, and... and, uh, and Scarlett Johansson. Right, it was a fabulous... And I didn't know Goldfinger was in... uh, uh, The Fontainebleau was in Goldfinger. And the body uh, absolutely, Fountain Blue has been rebuilt. It's it's a fabulous new product, uh, ex- exceptional, worth going to. Uh, but it's retained all of the classic features that were used in in uh, many movies. Uh, Goldfinger, one of them, uh, but more recently, The Bodyguard, and of, and course, of course, Scarface. And of course, in New York, uh, um, the Plaza Hotel has been. Uh, the scene, particularly, oh, I know kids. All, kids say, "Mom and Dad, can we stay there?" Because they saw Home Alone too. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's an incredible hotel, and again, it's been rebuilt recently, and it's mostly condominiums now. But it still has a small hotel component. I'm sure there's a lot of people who want to go and and stay where Crocodile Dundee hung out. Uh, that particular room is now uh, a, a condominium. But nevertheless, the hotel lobby remains the same. And, of course, it goes way back to first being used in North by Northwest, if you recall oh. that one with uh, Cary Grant back in sure. 1959. We've got a minute left, Larry. It's a short segment. But uh, Las Vegas, do those hotels vie for movies, do you think? They vie for it. They pay for it. It is a uh, critical component in their their business uh, program. And the entire city of Las Vegas, think of it as perhaps the most incredible movie set you could ever have. The the entire city is a movie set, and any of the major properties on the Strip would make an outstanding uh, venue for a movie. And you, you think of Ocean's Eleven was set at Caesar's Palace, was it? Uh, Ocean's or is that Bellagio? Is Bellagio oh. Caesar's Palace is the Hangover? Oh, of course, <laughs> of course. Now there's a movie script that some hoteliers might have turned down. Larry uh, Mogolanski is a uh, uh, runs a public relations firm that helps the, the tourism industry. He also is a columnist with Hotel News Now, where his article about hotels perhaps considering having movies filmed appeared. I'm going to put a link to that article on my Facebook fan page at Rudy Maxa Travel Slash Leisure uh, right after the show. Larry, thanks for stopping by. Thanks, Rudy. Good speaking to you. And nice speaking to you. Stick around. we got Deals of the Week coming up next. Rudy Maxa's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. 
Here again is Rudy Maxa. It's 52 minutes after the hour. I am Rudy Maxi, your genial radio show host. Hey, um, we post, uh, I post some of my deals. I'll post uh, some information about guests I've had on my Facebook fan page. Um, uh, it is, there are two Rudy Maxes. Well, there's actually a third one. I don't know who that guy is, but it, it's, it's about me, but I didn't put it up there. I probably should do something about it at some point. But anyway, my, there's a personal page, which I pay very little attention to, but my fan page is Rudy Maxa, and then it says travel slash leisure. Just type that in up there at the top bar and Facebook. And, uh, you know, during the week, I'll post some interesting things. I hope they're interesting. And while you're there, like me, will you? We're headed to 3,000 likes. I'd be delighted to get there, and we seem to be building there very quickly. Here's a bar bet for you. What percentage of speeding tickets in Dubai are issued for drivers exceeding 130 miles per hour? The answer, 15%. 15% of the speeding tickets given out in Dubai are drivers are going over 130. This may be why the Dubai police recently put into service a $500,000 Lamborghini. Really, all painted up in police colors. Puppy can hit 217 miles an hour in an open road. It does 0 to 60 in 29 seconds. Well, I... When I first read this news story, I thought the Lamborghini was to chase down those really fast drivers. But then I saw a statement from the Dubai police who said the car is merely a step toward confirming the stature of Dubai, quote, as a city of luxury in all of its facilities, unquote. Okay. Okay. So they bought a Lamborghini to show that they were a really first-class police department. By the way, Dubai is not alone in this regard. Police in Italy and Qatar also own a Lamborghini or two. And speaking of expensive cars, even if you can't afford a Porsche, there is a way you can drive one, at least for a few days. Beginning this month, Hertz uh, is going to offer to rent uh, at select locations Porsche 911s, Boxsters, and Cayennes. Now, the company has, has been offering the Porsche uh, Panamera for some time now. Apparently, that was so successful, they're expanding the line to the other three Porsches. You will find those Porsches at select Hertz offices in California, Florida, and Nevada. Not bad. Not bad. Okay, let's do some deals of the week here. Well, a couple of weeks ago we talked with a guest about how some hotel frequent guest programs are sort of devaluing, <clears throat> devaluing the, well, their guest programs by, by upping the number of points you have to have to get a hotel room. Um, I think they're trying to make up for it by offering you bonus points. For example... Hilton Honors has come in for a lot of criticism on chat boards about uh, these folks who get together and talk about hotel points because of their massive devaluation, um, sometimes doubling the amount of points you need to claim an award at their best hotels and resorts that are in the Hilton family portfolio. But they've got a bonus points promotion going on through June 30th. Here's the offer. 1,000 bonus points a night for every weeknight stay, 2,000 bonus points for a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday night. Uh, that's slightly that's, uh, it's slightly different in the Middle East and Africa, but for most properties, that's it. A thousand bonus points every weeknight you stay, and two thousand bonus points for every weekend night you stay. Of course, you have to re- register in advance, and I'll put a link to that uh, place that you register. I'm sure it's at Hilton.com somewhere. I'll put a place for you to I'll put a link directly to that registration point at uh, my Facebook fan page. Now, uh, this is an interesting proposition. Let's say you really want to get involved with the community and get to know what's going on, and do some good. I think this is terrific. Uh, debris from the Japanese tsunami is now starting to come up on the shore of the western shore of Vancouver Island in uh, British Columbia. And they are looking for volunteers uh, to help the Clayacot Wilderness, uh, uh, excuse me, you will stay at the Clayacot Wilderness Resort. Um, uh, in the, uh, they're looking for folks to help clean up the beach, basically. 
um, all this debris that's that's coming up on those very deserted beaches on Clayacott Sound. It's on the west coast of Vancouver Island, so you'd fly into Vancouver and uh, either and just take a boat over to Victoria, or you could drive. Um, the Long Beach Lodge Resort there is offering a reduced rate of $160 Canadian, based on double occupancy, to volunteers who need accommodation for the weekend of May 10th to the 12th. So this will be over the weekend of May 10th to the 12th. Um, there's a river air service that will uh, provide access to the remote areas via water taxis. Uh, from Tof The town, the nearest town you'll be in is Tofino. You'll leave from Tofino's uh, marine dock uh, between 9 and 11 in the morning, and you return between 4 and 6. Uh, you've got to register for this by May 9th, and I'll, again, put the registration information. It's too long to give over the radio on my website. Um, again... Uh, by the way, you'll be treated to a traditional welcome ceremony by uh, First Nation residents there. And you'll also be treated to a West Coast salmon barbecue. I think it sounds like a great way to do good and have some fun and get to know uh, the very beautiful, I can't say the word unspoiled because you're going to help it make it unspoiled by helping clean it up, but the beautiful, beautiful West Coast line of Vancouver Island. Um, again, $160 uh, Canadian uh, for the two nights, May 10th and 12th. Um, you've got to register no later than May 9th. I'm going to put registration information on Facebook fan page, which is Rudy Maxa Travel slash uh, Leisure. I just think it would be a great way to spend a weekend. I mean, you should have, a, have some fun. You'll certainly learn, learn about what the tsunami debris looks like from Japan. You'll have a story to tell when you go home, which is more than many travelers do when they, when they go. I think it's a noble cause. By the way, if you want to write me, you can write me at Rudy at RudyMaxa.com. If you've got a guest idea or a question, as Ken did earlier this hour about how to save some money on his first stay in New York City for he and his wife uh, in October, just write me at Rudy at RudyMaxa.com. I read all the emails. I listen to all the voicemail messages. We're going to take a break here for about five or six minutes. If your station is leaving us this hour, we'll see you again here next weekend. Same time, same station. Uh, for most of our stations, I know you're staying around the second hour. I hope you will as well. I'm Rudy Maxa. Look forward to seeing you in about six minutes. You've been listening to Rudy Maxa's World. And as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.